We're back here at J. Tom Lawler Rink where the score at the end of the first period of Game 2 of the Hockey's first round is Merrimack nothing and UNH nothing. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. This first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Well, very honored to have our guest here in the first intermission, John Savastan. A uh, long time uh, virtuoso extraordinaire here at uh, what is now called Lawler Rink. Back then, the Volpe Center, uh, and at one time, even the Volpe Complex. But uh, John, long time working with uh, virtually all aspects around the program and uh, doing video, uh, playing the music in the rink, doing uh, stuff with the locker room, with uh, uniforms. It's all kinds of things. Uh, and John, good to see you in the house. I, you know, as I said before the game, but first of all, let's talk about what we've seen here in the first period of play shots on goal in 13 to 13 not too much in terms of uh, physical play until very late in the period and we start to see some penalties being called yeah thanks a lot Mike it's great to be back here I was unable to get to a lot of games this year until last week but as you look at this game tonight I mean yeah we're, we're even in shots we're even on the scoreboard but uh, you know one time uh, Mark Denny was talking about the game and talking about what is your battle level what is your level of involvement up and down the ice I gotta tell you this year right now because last year I mean last last week watching here at senior night there's only three seniors on this team this team's peaking at the right time I'm looking at a team in all three zones of this ice playing fast playing physical and playing really smart and very much so complementing each other on the transition game you know, uh, I look back over the last few years, and we've seen, I would say, really probably since about that 09 time frame that, you know, the, the addition of players from Europe are becoming more prevalent here at Merrimack with, of course, Stefan Costa from France back in 09, and then we've seen since then, you know, players like uh, the Gustafsson brothers, and of course, Hampus is still here this year, the Larson brothers also from Sweden, uh, Rasmus Tiernan, a terrific goaltender from, from Finland, and now Sammy Tavernier with both dual Finnish and uh, French citizenship, a freshman on the Merrimack team. Do you, do you remember, where, who was the first European player, I guess, you know, player from outside North America to play here at Merrimack? Because the first one I can think of was Alex Sikachev back in the uh, you know late 90s or so time frame. Was there one before that? You hit the nail right on the head. I think it was Alex. Yeah. And of course, Alex had been here for a while, transitioned into the lifestyle and, 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 and everything. But so he didn't come here directly from Russia, in other words. Correct, yeah. I mean, he wasn't playing like, for example, a Swedish kid would be right now. And that's true for a lot of these players, actually, that do come over and play junior hockey and then go to college. The game has totally changed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I was discussing this this morning at coffee with some guys about, look, yes, our goalie is from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Now, that's not a different country, but he is one cool customer. And I'm saying, uh, I was down visiting with John Jackman uh, just a couple of years ago. He's working still in the Fort Lauderdale area. And, of course, when he was with the Panthers, he was involved in youth hockey and the whole the whole game down there. There were kids coming up, Shane Gostisbehere, right? Fort Lauderdale area. Um, just kids that are coming over but are playing here and also playing all across America. And the North American Hockey League and the other hockey leagues, that the kids are just coming over earlier. Not that they're forgetting their native uh, land or whatever, but of course they're still coming from over there. 
But there's a generous mix all across the globe now. Yeah, it's so much more of an international game, and everything really is uh, overall. I mean, you talk about the Gustafson brothers, the Larson brothers. I know that uh, you know they can be playing over here. Their family is five or six hours ahead, or you know, back in Sweden, and uh, and, and able to watch the games online. They just have to get up earlier, obviously, and get up in the middle of the night, as, as the case may be. But you can you can do things like that. But I, 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 one of the things I wanted to ask you, you know, before we uh, have to let you go for another break, is uh, uh, you know, it seems like the last couple of years, especially hosting these games in the first round, and, and Merrimack also hosting in the first round against Maine, for example, in 2011. Uh, they're going to sell out both these games here. They had uh, they drew very well last year. It almost kind of takes you back to a certain extent to those those days, the heyday back in the you know the 70s and the 80s, where the playoffs around this these parts were such a big deal. I mean, what what jumps out at you, and you know, what memories do you have of that time frame, and and uh, and what kind of atmosphere was was it like in this building? Well, of course, at that time it was 3,600 seats, but they were bleachers, so you could fill the place with 3,600. If you were playing Lowell, that meant 4,600 without the fire inspector taking paying a visit and people across, you know, six deep at the glass. It was insanity. It was total insanity. But the thing is, it was still the same. Nothing ever changed. The community comes out. The students are coming out. This place is filled. It doesn't matter if it's 2,400 or 3,400. It, it still tonight has a nostalgic... Um, well, let's put it this way, as Jack Parker used to say, playing up here is like going to the dentist for a root canal because you're on the crowd, it's on you, and it's upon you to be playing because it's, it, this is a fast, fast game. Things turn in an instant. I think it's getting faster. I really do. Uh, some of the speed I'm looking at tonight is just, just phenomenal, especially with Senny, Barry, and uh, uh, Tavernier alone. Okay, so um, I'll tell you what, they're peaking at the right time. I'm all pumped. Jimmy Vesey was in the ta- in the house last night. Of course, his son was in town the other day to to uh, to play for the New York Rangers against the Bruins. His other son Nolan playing uh, for the University of Maine had a hat trick last weekend up in Maine, and uh, so good good to see him. You know, he's been in the house a lot lately uh, by virtue of doing the scouting that he's doing for Toronto. And uh, what what are your memories of him as a player here? Still the all time leading scorer on the on the career scoring list at Merrimack. Well, I saw him. I haven't seen him in quite a while, but one of the things we were talking about last week was. Um, we should have won four ECAC championships in a row, not three. A referee called him for hooking against Babson in overtime. And we never lived it down. And, of course, that time I was a little rambunctious and off the wall. And I had every tape, every angle, zap rooter, film, everything sent to the ECAC. The guy never roughed another game in his life. <laughs> so it was kind of, you know, is that he never tripped the guy in Babson. Otherwise, we would have had a title there. We won three anyway in a row, 87, 89. And, of course, at that time, ECAC was your first step in no matter what. In the following year, we won it. And then, of course, 88, all hell broke loose because we were Division One Independent. And, uh, you know, we're on our way to Lake Superior State in the NCAAs. Well, John, good to see you as always. Uh, you know, uh, stay in touch. Certainly, we'll talk to you again soon. But uh, you know, one of the one of the greats in all time history and the history of this program. You have connections to everybody. You go back to Ronnie Anderson, Tom Lawler, and uh, uh, you know, just right throughout the list there. Uh, so great to see you as always. Enjoy the rest of the game, Mike. You're a legend too. His loyalty counts for a lot, and you're you're, a, you're one of the bigger parts of the program. Just want to make sure you know that.
NFL on CBS. I love the hat. you got to get me one of those. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> Thanks, John. I'll see you again soon. You're quite welcome. All right, John Savistano, our guest here in the first intermission. With our score, Merrimack nothing, UNH nothing. We're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey. Okay,